0: This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit MortarboxMedia.com.
1: Welcome to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. On today's episode, we are going to be drinking, uh, a, you know, a kind of a standard. Everybody's got it. You can get it anywhere. It's bullet rye, and uh, we're looking forward to that. But before we get to that, let's get down to just a little bit of business. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please hit the subscribe button. While you're there, you can leave us a rating and a review. Ratings help uh people find the show and reviews help us know what you like what you want to see changed all that good stuff if you want to play a bigger part in what we do you can go to patreon.com slash chill that's the business here's the podcast cole my dear dear friend how
0: are you i'm good man you're not gonna believe this um but i just got back from a triathlon that i ran kind of like it's a sprint triathlon so it wasn't like I mean, but it was hard. It was very hard. So, um, but it yeah, was I, it was like 400. I can't believe that. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, some people at work were like, "We're doing a triathlon. You should join." I'm like, "Okay, I'll I'll do it." Okay, and I it guess. was a 400 meter swim, and a 12 meter or 12 mile bike, and then a three mile run. And I did decent. I got third in my uh, age group. Nice. Uh, the bike was killing me because I used like a a hipster bike instead of like an actual like race bike. Right. Um but I didn't expect to get third place. So hey.
1: Oh, I'm I'm proud of you, but, my friend.
0: Uh, thank you. And yeah. now, and now you're uh, going to
1: drink poison.
0: Yeah, exactly. The best way to finish a good race <laughs> is to um drink a lot of alcohol. Yeah. Copious amounts. That's right. Um otherwise, um I let, me, let You know things are chugging along. I'm enjoying life. Like I think uh, last episode, I was like, you know, there's a contentment in my life right now, which I'll take. Right. Um, We are, yeah, just having fun. I think tonight we're hanging out with some good friends, getting going to this speakeasy place in uh, Gilbert, Arizona. Nice. And um, I'm excited. Um, We this was a great week for Chill Filtered. Um, Was it? Had a good episode last week. Yeah, I, I mean, mean like, I'm, not, had, I'm not I'm uh, not disagreeing our... with you.
1: I'm just trying to figure out why.
0: Oh, it was no. Um, we had um one of our favorite uh, patrons, um, Caleb Olson. He was like, "Hey, I want to you know ship you guys some samples." So oh. shout out to Caleb. We'll, well probably get didn't, a few he more didn't, shouts out. He didn't ship
1: them though. He used his personal oh, yeah, courier. Yeah.
0: yeah, he apparently uses the same one we do. It yeah. was kind of crazy.
1: Yeah. So, but, but uh, uh, yeah, he sent some. And then uh, he sent uh, over some really great samples that. uh I'm excited to try on the show.
0: Seriously, that um, Ezra Brooks' uh, seven-year cast strength and oh then that um, a bland straight from the barrel, I'm excited. Yeah. So keep an eye out, listeners. And but then uh, I'll we, let you we... describe the other thing. Yeah. What other thing? The uh, Thursday thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, I was just about to say, uh, the other thing that's new for us uh, is I, on a whim... This week, decided that we should start doing uh, some midweek or end of the week uh, gifts or treats for our uh, our patrons on Patreon. Uh, so I am doing a thing called uh, Thirsty Thirsty Thursdays with Adam. And uh, every now and then it's gonna be on Instagram, and, and we'll do an Instagram live video. But this is really meant for our patrons, and we want to reward them with uh, cool stuff. So it'll be me kind of shooting the shit and just talking about whatever's going on uh, while drinking a glass of whiskey. Uh, maybe I'll do a full pint of whiskey. Uh, no, I won't ever do. <laughs> I won't ever do that. Uh, but <laughs> not yeah, so since if, the accident. Yeah, th- not since the accident. That's right. Um, so if you guys want to be a part of that, uh, for as little as one. $1. You can go to patreon.com And for as little as $1 a month You can get access to those videos That is the main uh, s- Source of those videos That's the main site where you'll be able to get those uh, Like I said, every now and then We'll do them on Instagram live Just to tempt people into wanting to see The rest of them on Patreon uh, But I'm excited about doing that Are, are yeah. you
0: there, Are you there, yeah, I think, uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, heck yeah Heck yeah um, no, I'm excited too. I think, uh, I think, uh, I'm seeing, uh, I, I think you're even, uh, you know, I think things are picking up. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Plus we're getting all these bottles and stuff. I mean, we have like the next, like, I want to say like probably 15 episodes lined up.
1: Dude, I, I put up, I put all of the sample bottles that I have right now on my shelf and it, uh-huh. it
0: goes across the entire shelf. So we have tons. Perfect. Yeah. Um, next week I want to do the, uh, mystery bottle.
1: Okay. So we're not, we're not telling listeners what it is and you're not telling me what it is.
0: Yeah. Basically I want, I want it to be the biggest, um, surprise for you. Okay. But, um, by the next episode I would expect us to put it on the, um, you know, the title of the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm hiding it from you specifically.
1: Right. Right. Um, so Let me ask you this, and maybe you don't want to give anything away. Are you expecting I'm going to like it or are you expecting that I'm going to hate it?
0: Take a guess. Well, I mean, who do you think I am? You're going to give you a bottle and excite you about it. And let me just say this you will be very excited. I mean, not excited, but I think you'll really like it. So
1: cool. Uh, And then I forgot uh, to mention that on those Thirsty Thursday videos, I will also be – I started a new Infinity bottle, uh, and I'm using – I always leave about an ounce in the sample bottles that I have. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm adding those to the new Infinity bottle. uh, And so I'm just blending a bunch of stuff, and we'll see what we get. And so that's going to be cataloged on those Thirsty Thursday videos. So, yeah, come join us on Patreon for that. Um, And then other big news for me – Um, that's sort of uh, tangentially um, related to whiskey and distilling. Uh, My other podcast, Madison Story Slam, we do live events here in Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, I just yesterday sat down with John. I'm not going to try and say his last name because I can't remember it. I remember sort of what it is. But John from State Line Distillery here in Madison, I sat down with him and uh, had a good talk about just life and community and whiskey and all that stuff, and we're going to start doing uh, a second live event at their space here in Madison. So we'll we'll now be doing two live events a month, and I'm really excited about that. Wow! Yeah, yeah, and uh, some really cool things are happening uh, in that uh, world for me. There's there's some talk of different things that I can't get into, but cool things are happening. Oh, cool. And um, and then I also talked to John about on chill filtered so he said he would love to like he you know he went to um i don't remember where it is but he went to scotland and and got a master's in distilling
0: and uh yo that's like uh taketsuru the guy who started japanese whiskey right and pretty much he he has
1: shared some stuff i probably i'll wait until he comes on the show that and he can tell this, but there's actually something really big coming from Stateline Distillery that is going to be awesome. That's awesome. Right now, they only uh, have, uh, I think they only do like gin and vodka and some liqueurs. They do have whiskey aging. They're, a, they said they're nice. about two years away from being able to re- release that. Um, but yeah, I they uh, nothing is sourced. They do everything right there, and wow. uh, they uh, they brought over from Scotland. Like I mean. The, the they he brought with him the idea of how the Scots do it so he he distills stuff um just like he learned in Scotland so uh it's it's really cool I'm excited so yeah he's gonna be on I don't know I don't know if we'll do it as a regular episode or if it'll be like a special episode I'm, I'm really not sure but I'm excited to have him on
0: yeah that's great I'm excited too
1: um anything else during this little uh BS time?
0: I don't think so. Now, how are you doing altogether? I think you've described a little bit with your stuff, but you doing okay as a person?
1: Yes, I am doing okay as a person. I uh Good. I am surprisingly not hungover today. Uh I did I told yeah, you before told we, you before we recorded I had a little bit of a night last night, uh but I uh the only thing that happened is I woke up with really bad cotton mouth uh and um that's just the way it goes when you drink too much. So
0: <laughs> Yeah. I uh
1: I am taking her easy. I think I'm gonna take a break from drinking, uh to be honest with you. So Yeah. I, I will have, you know, the ounce that I have during the recordings, but I'm gonna take a break from everything else. That's respectable. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just gotta give your body a little little uh warm up time or, or time to recoup. Exactly so yeah, um are, that. all right good enough there hey cole really quick again remind people what we're going to be drinking on the show
0: yeah we're drinking bullet rye a uh kentucky uh or should i say maybe not kentucky um rye whiskey out of potentially lawrenceburg and i'll leave it at that but yeah bullet rye the standard not the uh, they recently put out a different one but this is the standard bullet rye
1: That's right. And uh, maybe we'll hear about that different one a little later in the show. But for now, we're going to take just a quick break. All right. Back from break here on Show Filtered. And we're so glad that you're with us. As you heard already, we're going to be drinking Bullet Rye. It's a uh, it's a rye that you could find pretty much in any liquor st- liquor store, yeah. probably a grocery store, and anywhere that has liquor, you're probably going to find this. Um, it is the green label on Bullet. Uh, the orange label is their bourbon. The green label is rye, and I think Cole uh, pretty routinely ryes have a green label. Like it's not it's not you know the rule, but like a lot of ryes do yeah. have a green label.
0: Yeah, like a Willet, Woodford, um, some of the other big ones. Yeah, you'll see. Like they definitely have the green label as opposed to, you know, not green. Like Willet does a purple label for their as opposed to or, not or green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. The technical. All right. But, well, like, Cole, uh, Cole, enough no, about yeah, the green stuff. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah.
1: Tell me all about Bullet and and what we're drinking and get into the history a little bit.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, uh, the Bullet, I put in my notes, Bullet, quote, distillery, unquote. Um, yes. Is out of Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Um, but Bullet is an NDP product, which means they source all their whiskey. Um, their bourbon is sourced from Four Roses, but their rye is sourced from, guess, MGP. Right. Um, in Lawrenceburg, indiana so it's kind of cool they both are associated with lawrenceburg right um and the uh, brand itself is owned by diageo which is one of those big um big conglomerates altogether. Um, when we talk about history um Bullock goes back actually quite a bit in terms of the original brand really uh, especially the bourbon brand started in 1830 by a guy named augustus Bullet. And uh, and actually, at the time, they called it a bourbon, but it was two thirds rye and one third corn mash bill, which would technically make it a rye whiskey. So, wait, hold um, on. What
1: year did you say that started?
0: 1830. Wow. Yeah, it goes way back.
1: Interesting. And
0: um, yeah, it was called a bourbon. It wasn't exactly a bourbon, but Augustus Bullitt died in 1860, a little bit thirty years or so into the brand, um, and his. And it kind of died off with that, um, the, the Bullet name. Um, but his great great grandson Tom Bullet uh, began distilling the Bullet brand in 1987, um, and kind of revived it. And then in 1997, Seagram's uh, Canadian uh, brand uh, bought the brand and began, uh, or Canadian conglomerate uh, bought it and began using juice from Four Roses distillery, especially for the bourbon. Um, and typically, when you see MGP rye, I believe it's almost uh, the case across the board. MGP rye is a ninety-five percent rye, the um, uh, mash bill, right? And as opposed to some Canadian, I believe actually Seagram's um, has a distillery out in uh, Alberta, um, Canada, that does a hundred percent rye. Um, so, but if you see ninety percent rye and you don't think it was distilled on site, it was likely MGP. Um. Yeah, and uh, pretty much I don't I don't have too much of the history altogether, but they have other bottlings. Uh, they have their standard bourbon, their standard bottling. They have a bottling. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I think that's a little <laughs> my phlegm in my uh, from my running this morning. That was a good one. That's probably the bottling. <laughs> yeah. So they have a ten year bourbon. Uh, they have a bullet burb or barrel strength, uh, which you can get up there, but it's it's bourbon. Right. And then they yeah, just uh released a twelve year rye. Um so they're you know, they're they're good. They're you know, one of those standard brands you can typically always find in the um liquor store or wherever you go. Um I just found out this week. I was hoping to get a little sample bottle for this one, but they only do samples of their bourbon to my rec or to my knowledge. And I like looked up on like Total Wine and they're like, Yeah, if you want a mini, you can get the bourbon, but it's a rye, good luck. And um, so yeah, the so smallest I, got. I, I got have a, ever
1: found is a half pint. I think.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so. Of uh, of bullet rye. Yeah. Oh, cool. No, I wish I'd found one of those. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, that's all I got. Um, not too much on the you know because it's the NDP, but it's kind of cool to see a little bit of the history there.
1: Right. So um, you know I I reference all the time fast food whiskeys. And and you know what I mean mm-hmm. by that. Uh, you know, the Jack Daniels, mm-hmm. the Jim Beams, the Jamesons, those are the fast food whiskeys. Um do you think do you think this qualifies as a fast food whiskey?
0: In terms of rye especially, I don't think there's any I mean, there's a few I mean, I would say this is the number one fast food rye. I'm yeah. trying to see if I can outdo it, but I would say yes.
1: I, I would I would think you're right. Um and, and I would say that over uh, you know, like there's a there's a Jack Rye, and like even though Jack Daniels is probably the most fast foodish whiskey in on the planet, yeah, I, I would still say that this Bullet Rye is more of a fast food whiskey than the Jack Daniels Rye would be.
0: Yeah, I would even say like Rittenhouse and potentially Redemption would be in that bucket, but I would say this is number one, like sure. easiest to find Rye. Yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, I I hope that people understand when I say fast food whiskey there's not there's not a ton of negative connotations with that there is there is a a small you know kind of hint of like hey this is you know you can get this anywhere blah blah blah. but they're good they're they're, you know part part of the reason that they're these brands that are huge is because they put out a good product so i'm not i'm not poo-pooing uh when i say fast Mm -hmm. food whiskey uh i love this bottle i love that it is kind of like a Prohibition era type bottle, Um, the style of it, and you know me—I'm a branding guy. I love the label, but I love that the glass has the the embossed. Would you say embossed? I don't know what Uh, you'd say, but
0: yeah, it's like a raised lettering. Yeah, I love it. So
1: I don't know. What do you say we uh, start to pouring and get to drinking? Let's do it. All right, I'm popping mine right now. I'm I'm popping mine first.
0: Oh, you go for it. No, I was twisting. Ooh. It, All right, here's mine. All right. Ooh. Ooh, it's a little bit of a different. Mine a was more pitch. of
1: a plunk, and yours was like, whoop,
0: pop. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's load this up. I am not pouring to a ton myself. for myself today. Oh yeah. Uh, so. Ever since the accident. The
1: accident. I uh, I was talking to that John guy from State Line Distillery, and I was asking him yeah. what he what he thought about the upcoming PBR whiskey. And uh, Mm -hmm. he, you know, from talking to a few different people in the industry, most are saying this is just a gimmick. This is not going to last. This is just purely marketing. And that's probably true. Uh, But we both said, uh, well, he said, actually, he's like, PBR fans, however, are going to flock to this because they're fans of PBR. He's like, PBR fans are fanatic. And I was like, yep, I am. (laughs) Yeah. So oh uh, all right let's uh I'm gonna smell this and i you know this is a whiskey that I've had many times i've ha- had it on yeah. my shelf basically since I started uh this whiskey journey that i'm on yeah. um but I've never taken the time to like really uh smell it and taste it properly It's always for me yeah. just kind of been one that I throw back so let's get to smell for sure
0: so while you smell i uh one of Adam and my first um it was the first time we ever went to a bar together. Uh, we took our wives there, and uh, it was a certain bar in the east side of Madison. And the dude who was bartending like lit it up with the bullet rye pours, and he was wasted himself. Like he was wasted. <laughs> what? What was the What? What bar was this? Remember, it was after Story Slam. We uh, we went to the one on the east side. Um, I don't remember the name exactly.
1: Where was it? You don't remember this? <laughs> no, not at all.
0: No, it was like, um, what's the word? Uh, not Wash. Um, what's that big intersection, the hipster side of, uh, near the taco place?
1: Near the taco place. Oh. It's near uh, the theater. Yeah. But what bar did we go to?
0: Uh, remember, we were like, we were like was gushing one, about each was other. Was it One Barrel? Maybe? No, it definitely I wasn't really, One Barrel. It was a really less classic place. This.
1: Oh, It's where you yes. recorded,
0: um, yeah.
1: Yes, I remember. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun.
0: It, well, it was something. <laughs> yeah, it certainly was.
1: The better bar experience um, that we had uh, is when we went to uh what's the what's the whiskey bar on state?
0: Oh, barrel and corkin and caskin caskin barrel. Cask caskin ale is what it's called. Caskin ale.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: But anyway. Um
1: uh, smelling this I, I get love bananas. Those kind of
0: places. I'm getting a little bit It's definitely a little bit fruity, but not like Happy fruit. I don't know. That's probably the worst. What what is a happy fruit? Happy fruit's like super sweet or super bright. It's a little fruity, but it's not like, it's not bright to me. Yeah, it's a banana. It's not. Yeah, but banana, maybe a
1: little bit. Bananas are muted. They're not like this bright, you know, pop in your mouth kind of thing. If you
0: drink like, um, uh, what's the one uh, Jack Daniel's uh, single barrel rye that is right. like candied bananas this right. is you're, yeah you're I right. can see like bananas in general but like different than candy bananas for sure
1: I don't have too much cinnamon um, there's a little bit of cinnamon on this uh, and then the other main note that I'm getting is just that alcohol note
0: yep that's what I was going to say the alcohol yeah not too oaky not too anything in particular I can almost tell it's a rye it's got a little bit of that quote rye spice right but um but I'm gonna go for a sip. I actually warmed it in my hand, and uh, I'm glad I did that. It brought out a little more, hopefully. Oh, whatever, Cole.
1: <laughs> I, uh, you'll be happy to know, Cole, that I am using mm-hmm. a Glencairn today. So, mm. you know, I normally don't stemless? like to. What? No, yeah, you didn't. You didn't leave me any stemless ones. Oh, you broke them all. No. Well, I, I didn't. Mm -hmm. my my wife can't seem to uh leave the whiskey glasses alone out in the kitchen so
0: there's this uh family guy quote yeah where where peter is moses and he's like all right commandment number one he's like shut up (laughs) commandment number two there is nothing i can do about the sun and then my favorite one is commandment number three there are no more jolly ranchers you ate them all (laughs) which reminds me that you broke them all, or actually broke yeah, them all, yeah, yeah,
1: uh, I'm gonna take a sip, mm-hmm,
0: I will discuss what I taste rye spice it's it's you know it's a little watery in my opinion um it's a little muted in that way. what's the proof on this? Let me see we got a forty five so ninety proof I was expecting like in the eighty realm um I but oh my gosh, yeah. It is
1: it is peppermint to me is what I'm tasting.
0: Really? Let me take that in.
1: It it like not quite like fireball, but like it was super minty.
0: I I could get a little mint. Actually, this would be a really good in a mint julep. Really good.
1: Hmm.
0: You ever have a mint julep? mm It's minty. No. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> Yeah. Um I what I, else they uh, put in mint and like seltzer water or something. I left uh a little bit of what we drank
1: last week, that Buffalo Trace Experimental. Uh huh. I left a little bit, bit of that in the glass on my desk and I haven't washed it out yet. And yeah. it's very interesting. It has turned the liquid is like almost like you know when you have coffee and you've got cream in it, and the little bit of coffee that's left over, and it's that kind of light brown color instead of a dark yeah. coffee color. It looks like that, yeah, sure. and then and then there is uh, particulates that have settled on the b- the bottom, but like dark brown yeah. sandy particulates, and it's very interesting. So I don't know why I am telling that is, everybody about that this. That is a
0: huge, that is a huge tasting foul. What you have done? A huge <laughs> Using what? Using the same glass and not washing it, tasting foul.
1: <clears throat> I'm I'm not using the same glass. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I just I said there I left the glass here on my desk. I'm, I'm using a Glen Cairn oh. to
0: to do this. Oh, I gotcha. My bad. He's cold.
1: Well, you think that I would Wait, pour whiskey in into a glass that has been sitting out with whiskey in it for a week?
0: I thought you were saying it like dried on the bottom, and you're like, oh, it's it's dry.
1: <laughs> no, Ugh, I'm not Good. disgusting.
0: So proud. All right. Well, I'm you know, putting a drop in.
1: I'm putting yeah, in a drop I did a in. little
0: bit. I haven't sniffed it yet. Yeah, I, uh, uh, sniffing, I'm only doing ooh. one. Oh,
1: we got to stop talking over each other, man. Yeah. Okay, so I only did one small drop because uh, it's only 90 proof. So did you have you smelled it?
0: Yeah, I've smelled it. A um, little bit of that bananas coming out. A little bit of I don't want to say cinnamon, but maybe like a nutmeg. Um, and then bananas on the palate, much more. Um, even a sweeter palate for sure than the neat pour um for the most yeah, part this just
1: brought out the uh alcohol smell for me
0: yeah yeah didn't didn't really I'd bring out like anything else baking spices um cloves but very very muted but still like a little present um cloves nutmeg um but yeah the palate is different it is different,
1: but it's still for me like a peppermint kinda. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's I mean it's definitely more watery. But it's sweeter. Sweeter for sure.
1: Yeah, I, I would say uh, you know, we we, we established uh the neat port was already pretty watery. And so adding mm-hmm. even just that small drop that I did uh kind of thinned it out too much for me.
0: Yeah. I just but. dropped
1: a cube you give us the the cube science or, or
0: experience it really muted the nose it definitely opened up the uh palate right um but opened it, it up in a it's very um it's it's water it's more watery for sure on the palate but it's you know it's sweeter brighter um but it's still pretty watery. I think they all come together and it just kind of drops off the cliff in terms yeah. of taste. Yeah. Nothing's crazy on the palate. It's kind of a <clears throat> drops right off. Um nothing lingers too much. Maybe a little bit of banana on the linger.
1: <laughs> on the linger, he says. Um well, I think I think we've got enough to to give it a rating. Uh, here, and I will I will go ahead and say that I guess I would give this like a five seven five point seven.
0: Yeah, I would give this one a. I was thinking like a five five before you even said it. Right. So we're pretty close today.
1: Yeah, but I but our scales are way different. <laughs> so yeah, they are. We may, we may be close in numbers, but the how we do our scales are way different.
0: Yeah, I think yours is yours like your five is better than my five like my five oh, is yeah somewhat on the edge of trash right um but not to trash bullet but yeah like, listen yeah. this
1: is this is a serviceable whiskey it's it's mm-hmm. it's good it's just um there are better things out there that are oh for sure you know it's, it's tough when things are mass produced like this like it's just yeah there's There's almost this sense of like there's not as much care that went into it because it's just a product and and yes yeah. other other whiskeys are products as well, but um the they' you know when i when I pour uh, an ounce from my Kentucky owl rye, there's a little bit of specialness behind that that it feels like something went into this that didn't necessarily go into a product like bullet oh for sure, so I don't know, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, it'll be a good mixer if I ever want to make a rye mint julep. I, I will say
1: it. it actually is a good mixer in like uh in Coke or in Pepsi. I can see that. I I yeah. typically don't like rye in a soda, um, but mm-hmm. I I had a wedding I was at and I brought um, that half pint. Uh, So I didn't have to pay for liquor and uh, I was mixing it into Coke and it was actually a pretty interesting taste. It actually kind of, if I remember correctly uh, the mixture of it made it taste like salted peanuts. Oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, it was pretty good. Um, Cole, remind us once again, what we're drinking next week, but you really, you can't because you don't want to say what it is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So listeners, um, you will see it on the title when it is released. Um, but when we record, uh, it is a mystery whiskey number one, meaning maybe in the future we'll do another one of these, maybe number two per chance. Um, but I have a really, I'm really excited about this one. It's going to be, I, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, the taste that I've gotten of this one so far. Awesome. Um, and then Cole, you just went out and bought some bullet,
1: right? That's right. Like just an hour ago. And did you get the yeah. no, the normal bottle, like the 750? That's correct. Yeah. How, how much did you pay for that? So our listeners know. Uh, it was with
0: tax. It was like twenty four to twenty five round.
1: Right. So I think I've seen it for as low as about nineteen or so. But those are on good yeah. deal days. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's 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 a fast food whiskey, and you're going to pay fast food prices for it. So uh, yeah. go out and get it. It's it's good. It's not the best we've had, but it is certainly not the worst. Uh, yeah. so like Cole said, we're gonna have that mystery whiskey next week, and I I'm not good with uh, waiting for surprises, uh, but I promise I won't drink it until we record. Um, Sweet. All right, now it's time for whiskey world news. Well, it must just be bullet day here on Chill Filtered because on today's rendition of Whiskey World News, I'm going to be reading you an article about the new bullet 12-year rye. And today's article comes from PRNewsWire.com. Again, it's PRNewsWire.com. Uh, title of the article is Bullet Frontier Whiskey Adds 12-Year-Aged Rye to Family of Award-Winning Whiskies. And I don't mm-hmm. see an author of this article anywhere. Oh, weird. Uh, you know what? I th- what I think it is, is I think that this is a press release direct from Di- Diageo. Um, oh, so got it, yeah. I, I think this must have been written in-house at Diageo to release to the press, and this News source, prnewswire.com, just printed the whole thing in its entirety. Yeah. So here we go with this uh, this press release. In 2011, Bullet changed the whiskey landscape forever by introducing Bullet Rye at the request of bartenders from around the world who were interested in reimagining classic pre-prohibition cocktails. Eight years and multiple San Francisco world spirits completely competition double gold medals later uh, for bullet rye the category that bullet helped build is booming as consumers seek new unique and premium offerings to continue its commitment to exploration and fulfilling the desire of whiskey drinkers bullet announced today that nationwide limited availability release of bullet rye 12 year old straight American whiskey uh, one thing about this press release, Cole, is because it's yep. written by the company, it's everything's going to be super glowing uh, about the about the yeah. company and uh, about the product. So listeners, take that, uh, take this whole thing with a grain of salt. Bullet Rye, twelve-year-old yep. straight American whiskey, is the fifth addition to the Bullet Frontier whiskey family, as well as the first extension of Bullet Rye, a whiskey with one of the highest rye percentages on the market, using the same mash bill as its predecessor, ninety-five percent wow. rye and 5% malted barley, this small batch rye whiskey was fully aged and matured to perfection in new charred oak barrels for a minimum of 12 years to create a balance of smoothness and spice-worthy of Bullet Rye's impressive list of credentials. When? Sorry, I had to take a drink. My mouth is right. When we introduced Bullet Rye, it changed the game for the category and positioned us as a brand willing to take a chance and try new things. We're constantly experimenting and striving to satisf- satisfy consumers' growing appetite for bold, new American whiskeys, said Ed Bello, Bullet Frontier Whiskey U.S. and Global Band, Brand Director. Rye remains the fastest-growing North American whiskey segment, and Bullet Rye has been the number one super-premium rye... This sounds. This is insane. But Bullet Rye has been the number one super premium rye brand for the last six years, with higher end whiskeys driving much of that sales growth and a limited number of age statement ryes on the market, Bullet Rye 12-Year-Old is a natural way to expand our portfolio and provide a new ultra-premium offering that's absolutely delicious. Bullet Rye 12-Year-Old is a pleasantly dry, bold rye that possesses notes of dried orchard fruits with a hint of baking spice and oak on the nose. At 92 proof, so it's only, uh, it's only 1% more. Than the the standard rye we have here, right? Is that Prove right? Because this is this is forty five percent, and then the new one is forty six ABV. So, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: well, two percent on proof or two proof. Yeah, Let's go on. Not,
1: <laughs> proof is not percentage, Cole. Um, yeah. Anyway. This latest bullet release has a clean, crisp palate with flavors of dried pear, light toffee, and oak with a hint of graham cracker spice. Wow, that's an interesting hint or, or note. Um, the finish is enjoyable with light wood and spice notes. i'm going to be done drinking or uh, reading this article uh, <laughs> because it's not an article. It is very Super much self- glorifying: Yeah, it is very much them kind of just masturbating over their own product um. So, uh, sorry, (laughs) sorry to, uh, the deadlows who may have to explain what that word means to their daughter. Um, anyhow, uh, what do you think, Cole?
0: I, I think it's funny. Oh, but, uh, I was excited. They mentioned baking spices and I'm like, Hey, that was something I caught in the, uh, non 12 year ride. But anyway, Uh, um, yeah, I think it's funny. They were like the super premium, like for the last six years or something like that. I don't know. I think this is more of a more of a discussion on a PR release versus a actual article but for it's sure funny. I mean they they're really hyping their stuff up and saying like they're the top of the rye game but they don't even make their own stuff and then and, and don't get me wrong a lot of people don't make their own stuff yeah Um, you know but I thought it was also funny when they said um, they have some of the highest rye percentage it's like almost everyone in the rye world has a 95% rye percentage on the mash bill right um yeah, but uh, you know, I, I think part
1: funny. of it is is you, you got to have some swagger as a liquor brand, a whiskey brand, and for sure, uh, you you kind of got to puff your chest up. It, there's because there's so much out there on the market that you you kind of have to. I, I don't want to say fake it till you make it because it's not quite that, but it's like you kind of just have to present yourself as the top dog in order to be the top dog.
0: Yeah, for sure. So I uh, I think I saw that it was in the fifty to sixty range. <clears throat> in terms of price, would you buy it? Man, there goes my throat. Excuse me. <clears> throat> um, I, I I don't know.
1: Um, it, it doesn't sound that much different than the standard bullet rye. And, yeah, for and sure. so I don't know that it's worth the thirty dollar or
0: forty dollar uh, jump in price. Yeah, I I did look up a review. I believe that Paste Paste uh, Magazine did one. Yeah. And it didn't seem didn't seem like a stellar review. If I were handed it at a bar, I would drink it. Um uh, you know, a little poor. But I don't know if I'll buy it.
1: Yeah. This is definitely order a glass, don't buy the bottle for me. Yeah. So Hey, um, I think that's it for today, Cole. I think so. Yeah, we're short. Good time, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a shorter episode, but I think we got everything we needed to cover. We also had a great time at the beginning just talking and shooting the shit, so um, as always... I think we'll call it uh, just a reminder uh, to everybody out there that we are starting this thing called Thirsty Thursdays with Adam. Uh, We're going to be posting videos every Thursday on our Patreon page. So if you want to be able to get access to those, you can go to patreon.com slash chillfiltered. And uh, for as little as $1 a month, you get access to all of the videos that we post Every now and then we will do them on our Instagram. You can find us on Instagram. Our uh, username there is at chillfilteredpodcast or
0: Chill filtered PC. I, so. I don't
1: remember. If, if you search chillfiltered, you're going to find us. Um, and Cole has just been absolutely killing it uh, with the pictures on Instagram. Good job, Cole. Are you there, Cole? Well, Cole just dropped off somehow on the phone. I feel bad about that. But uh, listeners... That's it. Sometimes we have issues. We love you. We hope you're well. But most of all, we hope that our love of spirits lifted yours.